Who's Bekistan? Where's Bekistan? Why's Bekistan? How's Bekistan? Bekistan, who's Bekistan? What's going good and what's going bad? And she's live from Tashkent, Uzbekistan, in the heart of Central Asia. Hey, here we are at episode 23 of season 2, Who's Bekistan? It is a blazing hot um, Saturday afternoon. Uh, okay, what am I excited about? What am I puzzled by? And how long do I plan to stay? So, um, I thought I should spend a few moments in reflections today that I probably, um, it, uh, bears mentioning the positive things I have experienced about Uzbek culture. Excuse me while I cough. <coughs> We'll be getting into the cough in the second part of the episode. But, um, but yeah, um, so, you know, now that I've been here almost two years, I do appreciate the way Uzbek people have some nice ways of working things out together as a group. Um, you know, this is most visible about driving, but, but there's certainly other, other ways that it's true. Um, so, like... <coughs> they don't go through an intersection one at a time. They all pile up in the intersection together. And, you know, I mean, it is more efficient. Um, in an area where there's lots of traffic, yeah, we can't go one at a time. But, but there's sort of a, a thing of, well, if it's clear for you, it's clear for me. I, I can't see around all those cars, but you can. And you're only going to go if it's clear. If it's clear for you, it's clear for me. So, um... Some inherent trust sort of built in that. Um, I don't have any facts to support this, but but I would be curious what what the prevalence of bullying is here or not. Because looking at my students in class, I mean they they seem to get on with each other pretty well, and I mean I, there are cliques, there are people who are are friends with each other, but. I've not really noticed a lot of, like, outward hostility toward anybody. I don't know if that just gets hidden behind the scenes. Um, <coughs> um, one of my uh, classes has got a group project they've been working on, and they were assigned randomly, and, you know, they formed some little chat groups and assigned some tasks, and maybe there was more drama with that than I was aware of, but, but in general, it seemed to... Seem to be okay. Um, I certainly didn't hear anyone like outwardly complain about who they were in a group with. Um, so yeah, and I'm, I'm sure it extends to, to bigger things also. So um, yeah, so uh, can can work co- cooperatively. I think more so than other cultures I'm I'm familiar with. Another thing I appreciate about Uzbek culture is they're pretty low-key. Um, you know, they're just really, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a very sort of passive, quiet culture, um, speaking in the broadest generalizations. So, you know, I'm, I'm aware of it because 
I'm, I've become aware how loud I am and have to kind of monitor that a little bit in public. I'm sure people view me here as very loud and very aggressive. Um, I also notice it on the rare occasion when I'm around other Americans that we are significantly louder than, you know, our, our counterparts that we're around. So, um, you know, to kind of, yeah, not be screaming your head at each other, you know, off while you're sitting there hanging out with your friends or having some kind of discussion, you know, it's kind of a nice, it's kind of a nice quality. So, um, yeah, um, I, I think one, one aspect of, of the local culture here that's rubbed off on me is, um, I think I'm more likely to buy gifts here and more likely to, like, if, if it's dealing with money with somebody else, just be like, here, I'll just, here, I'll just get it. Don't worry about it. Here, you get it the next time. Um, whether that's dinner or tickets or, I mean, sometimes other foreigners and I, we pay each other back for stuff. I would say most of the time we do, sort of depending on what it is. But, but yeah, but at, at, at other times, definitely more so than when I'm at home, more likely to pay something for something for another person. Um, the gift thing may be because I need ways to communicate with people that are not linguistic. So, like, for Christmas and for the spring holiday, you know, I bought everyone at the hotel a, a small gift. That's because we don't, we you know, we see each other all the time, and I consider them friends, but because of the language barrier, we cannot have particularly meaningful conversations. So I, wa I wanted them to know that I, you know, appreciate them. Um, but, but beyond that, um, I think some of that may be driven that I'm just in a much more social climate than if I were at home. So, um, like, I mean, I had a birthday party last night. I got a birthday party today. Um, um, <clears throat> didn't take gifts to the birthday party last night, but kind of felt like I should have. But I've got a birthday gift for the person today. Yesterday, the birthday was for an American. Today, it's for a British person. So these are other, you know, peers of mine. So, yeah, m more likely to be more generous than I normally would be. So, eh, like I said, just thought we should just give pause for some positive aspects of the local culture here that, that I appreciate. Moving on, what am I puzzled by? I thought I was going to talk about airline ticket prices because I was an idiot and I diddled around and waited too long to buy my airline ticket home. And so it was significantly more expensive and I'm mad about it. And I just think the price should be the price and it shouldn't be this game. However, that's not what I am talking about, about what I'm puzzled by. So, over the past 10 days, <clears throat> I developed this horrible, incessant cough and tried some different products, uh, got some advice from the, the local doctor at school, but just really not only not getting any better, if anything, getting worse, and just really disrupting my sleep because I'm up coughing all night, and, you know, just it's just irritating to cough so much, and everyone's staring at me. But, you know, but I didn't really feel like I was sick. So, yesterday, which had been day nine of incessant coughing, 
I did break down and go to the international clinic here, which is very expensive by local standards. Um, I told the hotel staff I was going and how much it cost, and they were just um, in complete shock. Uh, a, a visit is $50. But, you know, the doctors are extremely well-trained. They speak excellent English. And I just felt like I had to just have some advice. But uh, the doctor spends 30 minutes with you, thoroughly discussing your issue. And um, this, this lovely gal, I, I believe she's Korean, um, would be my guess of what her ethnicity was. But, um, but you know, was, you know, very eager to find a solution. And um, she kind of threw around the word allergies. I don't really think it's allergies, and I don't, like, I, that's, I don't think that's accurate. But the crux of the matter is, she said, Rebecca, I think it is the air that is making you cough. It is normally quite dry here because it's the desert, but it has been abnormally dry here. It only rained three days this spring and, you know, just immediately switched to, to summer. So I was in, initially had, had a little trouble accepting her diagnosis, but as I've thought about it for the past 24 hours, I think she's on to something. And, you know, she recommended some interventions, you know, drinking a liter and a half or two liters of water a day, buying a humidifier, taking some expirant cough medicine to help move that around. Um, uh, I, I can't remember. Uh, the, the big thing, though, but buying a humidifier, I can't do that right now because I'm about to go home. And they are prohibitively expensive. That would probably be about three or $400. So I, I'm not doing that. Um, if this were earlier in the year, <coughs> I probably would have. But, um, <coughs> and this is the improvement. But yeah, I went out last night and ate candy and drank juice the entire time I was out. And it helped. Um, you know, I, it, it, sleep was improved last night, although I am still coughing some at night. But, yeah, but, but trying several of these different inter interventions, and I am seeing some improvement. But, I mean, the puzzlement is, is like, how can human bodies be so ill-equipped to live in various extreme climates? Um, when I lived in China, there was problems with the humidity and what that would do to your skin and, um... Yeah, the the effects of living in a humid climate. Um, I mean, it was just a swamp that I lived in. And then here, you know, last year I had a lot of trouble with my hair falling out and my fingernails breaking off. But I do take biotin, and I would not say that that solved the problem, but I would say that it significantly helped the problem. Um, a lot of foreigners here have trouble with their eyes. Um, I had one uh, internal sty infection this past fall that did last like over 10 days but last year I had several eye infections I've had numerous friends here who've had various who are foreigners westerners trouble with their eyes uh, especially if you wear contacts because of the dry climate so um yeah what that does to people's skin so yeah just the human body and you know there way are, are there ways to to help our bodies adapt or not or is this just what you know just what it is but um 
But I really, really hope that I'm rounding the corner of this coughing issue and, um, you know, can just get some peace with it. It's been very, very frustrating. So um, I apologize to any person in the past that I've, I have not been patient with you when you were coughing. I uh, apologize. Because um, literally at school this week, I coughed my head off the entire day with my students saying, Mies, what's wrong? Um, I mean, I didn't feel like I was contagious because I didn't feel sick. Um, I just thought it was some kind of weird, I don't know what. But um, but anyway, yeah, so the very, very, very dry climate here. Um, when I get out of the shower, my hair dries extremely quickly. Uh, when I lived in China, it would stay wet for almost 24 hours. So, just a little nice point of comparison. But uh, anyway, so that, that kind of wraps up uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. The ugly being the airline ticket. How long do I plan to stay? Well, there's an offer on the table. But, um, I, I, uh, but there's not a contract on the table yet that would have the specifics of the salary and scheduling. And there's another uh, iron in the fire also. So things are going in a good direction. I'm hoping to have plans for next year locked soon. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's the update from here in the big TK. Whoever you are, wherever you're listening from, I'm glad you're listening. And that's all for Who's Beckistan this week.